0: This is the Apex United Methodist Church podcast. Hi guys, my name is Amelia. I am 18 years old and I've attended this church since, before, since I was born. And I was even baptized here by former pastor Sam Martin in the Park Village Clubhouse. But he was, a, he was the pastor here at the time. <laughs> I currently attend Apex High School and I plan on studying inclusive education at Western Carolina University in the fall. When I think of here as... I tend to think about my favorite fictional heroes, such as Luke Skywalker, Jim Kirk, Superman, Captain America, and Wonder Woman. I also think about the heroes in my life, such as my parents, my leaders in faith, and my friends. They're the people who have shaped me into be the person I am today. And there's one more person I like to think about, God. When I began coming to youth group, I would ask myself, what the heck was I doing here and why? Why did God put me on this great earth? Why did God make me a citizen of the United States? Why can't I do this or that? Why did I make that stupid decision? Why is my life the way that it is? Why? We ask so many why questions all the time, but let's ask a what question this time. What does God want me to do? It's a complicated question, even for the best of us. Some people, including myself, usually pray for the signs that tell us that there's something good going for us. We're anxious to know what he wants us to be, and in the book of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah was just as nervous. In first chapter of Jeremiah, verses 4 through 10, the call of Jeremiah reads, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send to you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Jeremiah learns from God that since before he was conceived and born, God has shaped him into he want, want, what he wanted him to be. In the scripture following, God commands him to spread his word, and that he would give Jeremiah the words to say to his people. To be put out there, and to muster up the confidence to spread his word, and to not know what those around him will say or how they will react, that's scary. That day when he became, began to proclaim the word of the Lord, there was unrest, there was doubt, and at points Jeremiah fell hopeless. Jerusalem fell, but there was also hope and a new light to be shined upon the situation. In the last two verses of the last chapter of Jeremiah, King Jeconiah was treated with nothing but compassion, even though he was a prisoner. And time after time in small group, we have honest conversations about how we make time for God in our lives, and to be honest, it's not easy to do that. As someone who is a senior in high school, I get to see and hear everyone's personal opinions and occasionally their morals. And quite recently, we've been talking about what love is to us and what love is through God. There are more, th- more verses in the Bible than you or I can think of that have to do with love. We all know how 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8 go. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delay in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. This verse is the epitome of God's love for us. And, I'm going, and as I'm going through and writing this sermon, I can reach, back, reach in the back of my mind and pick out how we talked about how to show God's love on a daily basis to everyone. All you have to do is be a loving person. Now, that doesn't mean go and smother and love up on the first stranger you see when you leave here tonight. That would be weird. <laughs> what I mean is to open yourself up to be a kinder person and be more humble and be someone who would, you would want to be around all the time because that positivity will radiate around you. Positivity goes hand in hand with love because the two just radiate. <laughs> the more positive and loving you are, the more you'll, others will start to feel the same way you do. So be positive and loving. I'll be the same. I'll, I'll be sure to do the same. But that being said, it's easier said than done. There are going to be those people who will do nothing but shove you off and denounce every word you say to them. And there are some who just want to be left alone. But have patience. Love is patient. This brings me back to Jeremiah. He was afraid to speak because of his fear of being denounced and persecuted by those who didn't believe in God's word. But God had faith in him because God has always loved him. He tells Jeremiah that he formed him in the womb to serve the purpose of spreading God's word and to serve him as a prophet. God formed every single one of us for a reason. He may not have made us to be a prophet, but he made us as his own sons and daughters. By radiating, radiating that positivity and love to us, we should spread it for him. I think about the movie Pay It Forward when I think of this. All Trevor wanted to do was make the world a loving and better place, so he showed everyone around him how to be a better person by example. Don't you think God wants us to do the same? God chose Jeremiah because he loved him, and after all, Jeremiah is the son of God. We all hear the saying that we're all God's children. He loves every single one of us just as a parent loves their children. We all know the story, because our parents have been telling us that all the time, and so have our faith leaders. Myself, loving sci-fi and other things geeky, I made a connection between Jeremiah and Anakin Skywalker. The prophecy in Star Wars was that the Chosen One would bring balance to the Force. Now, I don't actually remember who came up with this prophecy, but it did come true. Because when it was up to him to save his son, Emperor Palpatine, he did just that, securing the balance in the Force. Until Kylo Ren messed things up, and now there's a third trilogy. <laughs> Jeremiah was the chosen one by God to do what he would do the job of spreading God's word, which was an unpredictable feat to do. Both him and Anakin had an intimate relationship with the one they considered their leader. And they were each considered ahead of their time or much more experienced than those around them, and, led to their, and that led to their eventual downfall, even if Anakin did get a chance to redeem himself. I brought up heroes in the beginning, so I want to tie that all in all together with this. I consider the verse Romans chapter 15, verses one and two, one of the better verses on the subject. It is entitled, The Example of Christ. We who are strong ought to bear the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. The verse puts together what what most heroes in movies and TV are roughly based off of, but it's not all about putting on the famous costume or uniform or having the same crazy powers that some of them can do. They help those in need by using their strengths. They do everything to please someone else or for the good of something else. They are selfless. They build people up to be better instead of bringing them down. Do you think those are qualities God wants to have too? I like to think that love is about being selfless and helping those in need. It's about spreading positivity and being humble. It's about opening up and being compassionate. By being a loving person and spreading love through God's word to those we meet, We could be heroes. In fact, God wants us to be heroes. And he's telling us that by saying he created us and appointed us over nations and the world to help build up and tear down using his word. He's also telling us that by giving us those human qualities that he gives us the power to love. We could be those heroes. God will never stop pushing us to love one another and to be those heroes. He said so in the Bible, and so did Jeremiah. Jeremiah. So let's leave tonight and go out in the real world and be a hero. All you need is God's love, and you've got it with you all the time. So now, take the, take the hand of the person next to you. They are your brother and sister in Christ, and let's pray together. Hey God, thank you so much for bringing so many amazing individuals into one room tonight. I could not be more blessed to share my interpretation of your word this evening, and after sharing... I pray that you guide each and every one of them through this journey that we call life. Teach each and every one of us more about what it means to be a hero and show them how your love had never failed. And all God's people said, amen.